It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. you can live by Don't you ever ask them why If they told you you would cry So just look at them and sigh And know they love you Well, 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 well. I, it, I, I was thinking about that song and the fact that it is just nearly impossible to get a William, a William to change his mind and his ways on anything. He's too daggone old. He's set in stone. You see, you need to catch William when he's little Billy. Likewise, Gerald is convinced that he's reached an age when he doesn't have to listen to anyone, and because he didn't learn the right path when he was Jerry, we're just stuck with his personality. Catherine. Catherine is determined, staunch, and immovable. For some reason or another, we decided not to teach her important things when she was Katie. Politicians, priests, movie stars, corporate executives all find themselves caught in some sort of indiscretion or sexual harassment because they just didn't learn that no means no. They know how to make promises, but they can't commit to achieving anything And there's a general disconnect with the common man, which lets you know that their empathy, their empathy with other humans is practically non-existent. We just kind of find ourselves trying to change old men and old women into caring, loving, committed, and faithful human beings when their parents were completely unable to achieve the same goal and the same purpose. Uh, Let's put it this way. If mommy and daddy couldn't get them to do it, you sure won't. So as the song I just sang says, teach your children well. And each thing you teach them links with the previous lesson and makes it easier to learn the present one. Think about it. After all, a child who is aware that no means no certainly understands that there will be a certain amount of commitment that's necessary to learn something. And because they're completely cognizant that no means no and that it takes some patience 
to hang in there for things to get going, they, they, they can have empathy for other people who struggle, who struggle basically just like them instead of them being critical, nasty, and judgmental. To me, many of these issues are simplified. If you just go back and understand what it means to transform a baby, which is a mammal, into a human being, which possesses the sensibility of God. If we don't do this, we're going to have bratty 70-year-old people walking around. And as ugly as it may be, as ugly as it may be for a nine-year-old to throw a temper tantrum, seeing a fully grown politician do it can be flat-out terrifying. No. Means no. The reason no means no is that without no, we are unable to determine what has proven to be a failing endeavor, something that just doesn't work for the human race, and then take that information and pass it along to our offspring without them every generation, without every generation having to burn their hand on the stove. Also, a child who cannot commit to do something and hang in there, sign a contract if necessary, and then learn from what they've done could very well be on his or her third marriage wondering why it's so difficult for them to be faithful. What's the problem? And the Catholic Church will be more concerned about whether their traditions and ceremonies can continue rather than feeling sympathy and rapport for damaged children who fell victim to renegade priests. We can change that. We can. Because I want to tell you right now, this is what we label important shit. There's no better way to say it. And if you do teach your children well, they will grow up loving you. They probably will not be very fond of you at times in the moment, but you'll survive. We need to stop trying to get hugs from our children and instead realize that our job is to get them to hug the truth to embrace reality and to be intimate with their own sanity. Go over, the, go over these points. You might want to look at them in relationship to your own life. Were you raised poorly? Is there still a chance that you can go back and honor these childhood structure demands and be born again or at least allow the childlike part of you to come out and take on the challenge. Look at it. No means no. It is the beginning of mental health. If you believe you're being cheated or that blessing is being withheld from you instead of accepting that the answer in this case is just simply no. 
then you will try to find a way to get what you want. Often, dare I say, hurting other people in the process? Here, can you sit down and find out if the next thing you want to do is really, is it in your wheelhouse? Are you prepared to commit to it long enough to learn something from it? Or have you convinced yourself from the childhood when you weren't taught correctly, you've convinced it yourself that you can hit and run, grab and go, and it just doesn't make any difference as long as you're happy. <laughs> you know, I, I, I believe fast food became popular because it's so easy to get and so quick to eat. None of us could imagine that the short amount of time we spend with that food can really hurt us. But it does. And do you, and do you have empathy for other people? Do they have to tell you that 13 Americans were killed in an airplane crash before you listen to the news story? Or do you understand that people from Indonesia are also your brothers and your sisters? As we begin on yet, yet another political season, we should not be looking for the most attractive candidates. We should not be thinking about the ones who have the best policies. Because attractive and having policies do not make a great leader. A great leader understands how to take a no. A great leader can commit to something long enough to learn from it. And a great leader has empathy, feeling for the world around him or her. This is what we're trying to teach our children. And if we teach them well, when we're long gone, they will still love us because their lives continue to make sense. It's just not sensible to always expect a yes. It's completely irrational to think you can begin things and not finish them. And it is foolhardy to live your life wanting attention but not ever giving loving attention, focus, and awareness to others. No means no. Commit to something until you learn and stop your lying. Stop your lying because you're trying to get out of things. And build em empathy inside yourself for your fellow human beings. Any child that arrives at his or her 19th birthday, having been taught these things, even if they're not presently putting them into practice, they will they will eventually put them into practice because they will realize these were not suggestions, but rather basically survival techniques. But if they've never learned them or never heard them, the chances are that they will never arrive at the kind of, a, of awareness, presence, that makes them valuable to other people and to the planet Earth. So, 
if you have to vote for someone or you have to follow someone or you're deciding on who's going to be a good boss, ask yourself the three questions. Do I think this person can take a no and survive it? Do they look like they commit to things and see them through until they learn something? And number three, do I think they give a damn about me? Or are they just looking for my support, my vote? The good news is human beings were meant to be dynamic representations of the mind and the compassion of God. The better news is if you catch them early, these human beings, they have a much better chance of hanging in there on earth and being extremely successful. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com.